Hi everyone, welcome to another QMA podcast and today we're going to be doing a geography podcast. Uh, with us is me, Rebecca, and Daisy, Mr Miguel and Mr Hood. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so we're going to talk about stuff from tips for exams or studying geography all the way to careers in geography today. So if we just start off with tips on how to pass geography? General tips. You, you're, you're looking at me, Mister. I'm looking at Mister. Mister. Who is the expert in study skills and such like? So I'm going to pass that one to him. Okay. Well, something that um, something that we work on with the the National Five and the higher geographers, and actually go back into the junior days now a bit as well, is before we even look at anything to do with geography, we look at uh, study skills, and we look at pupils being organised so that they're ready to study. And we look at pupils actually knowing how to study and what studying is, so that they get, you know, basically so that they're, they're, they're as well equipped with their individual learning skills and their, their study skills as best as possible before they even um, actually begin to do some geography study. Because once they put that in place, it helps with every subject, but I'm more interested obviously in helping with geography so that they can give back exactly what they need to in, a, in an assessment or in a prelim or in a final exam. Yeah. Yeah. I would add on, I think, you know, organisation, especially the higher, mm. uh, with the higher course is absolutely vital. I think you need to be on top of organising your notes and having things um, filed and, and, and in a place that you can get to them easily. So it's, it makes sense to split them into the sort of three themes uh, your global issues, physical and human, and then that allows you to, uh, when you're studying and doing past papers, you can get your hand on topics and information quickly and easily, and you're less likely to lose stuff as well, which is a common issue. Yeah. Yeah. I, and adding to that, actually, something that these days with uh, pupils potentially having to work from home at times, um, you know, we as, a, we as a department are trying to make sure that we've got everything available in Teams, uh, so it can be easily accessed at home, um, and it's something that you know, even even the study skills side of things, I've actually put it in teams, um, so that pupils can be proactive, as many pupils are, but as I wish more were, about getting ahead of the curve and making sure that they're ready for assessments as they come up. They know the content, they know exactly what's to uh, what's what, what's expected of them, so they can mm-hmm. succeed basically. Yeah, I would say, especially for me with physical. Uh, drawing diagrams yeah. for weather, especially glaciers, coast as well, mm-hmm. mostly, and then sort of just writing stuff out. I mean, that's good. Getting your key points in for answers mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the diagrams are are vital. I think you're right, Daisy. I think we often say to pupils who are maybe a bit intimidated by the diagrams, who are maybe not the most artistic, but it's really important for you in terms of guiding you through an answer, but mm. also it, it really helps the examiner, trust me, firsthand, when you're marking these papers, a well-labelled diagram can fill in some of the gaps, can't it, in terms mm. of when you're marking, if the student's maybe not, say, uh, you know, the written answer's not very clear in a certain area, sometimes the diagram helps fill a bit of that um, gap. So, yes, diagram's crucial, and, and yeah, these key terms are vital, uh, your processes, um, you know, these key terms are absolutely vital in answers and these are really what examiners are looking for in an answer um, are these key words and the use of these key terms so very good advice
Um, so, the <laughs> uh, next question is, what sections should you study the most so in like, geography? What sections are usually not the best done? Right. Well, I think that's the individual person that has to kind of tackle that themselves because sitting around this table here, we would all admit to having our own strengths and weaknesses in certain areas of the, 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 the course. So it really is down to you. Some, some students will be really strong human geographers and weaker physical geographers, so therefore they need to focus in on those physical topics or vice versa might be the case. Some students might struggle with the skills in terms of map interpretation, graph and table interpretation, so they would need to focus on that. So I can't really give a definitive you mm -hmm. should really focus on this. I think it really needs to be down to that individual geographer and I think every geographer will admit in themselves that they're they're stronger in one theme mm -hmm. than the other and that's just the nature of our subject. It is but you know that actually also comes back to good learning skills as well because if pupil you know something that we do try to encourage our pupils to, to embrace is you know reflecting on how well they performed mm -hmm. and not just saying oh I don't like X because it was hard you know it's more a case of well if you perhaps underperformed uh, initially in, in one of the human topics it's, it's about kind of having the, the bravery to kind of look into yourself and be like well why actually was that was i messing about in class that day or did i do enough study for that one or did i seek the help when i hit that stumbling block and i wasn't too sure um so you know certainly something we like to do is get pupils to look at an assessment really reflect on what went well and what didn't go well and actually be quite brave with the way that you self-scrutinize Mm -hmm. so that you can actually come up against the challenges head on and admit to yourself, I'm not as good at that, but then seek help and that's where we're very good. Certainly, you know, um, I'd like to think in this department we're very approachable and we're quite happy to help a pupil at break or at lunch or whatever or in supported study eventually will be up and running again mm -hmm. and uh, not do this in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, next thing is what are your favourite topics to teach? What are your favourite topics first? Uh, I'm one of a human. You're really human. like physical. Yeah. Physical. Yeah. I'm um, more yeah. physical. Yeah. You're a physical geographer, yeah. Okay. Um, that's the hood. Um, yeah, so I mean, I, I, I actually studied human geography at university. Uh, but I, I have to say I prefer the physical side. Um, I like it all. I mean, I do. I, I have to say every time I get a new topic, I'm always excited about teaching it. You know, I say this to, to my colleagues all the time, which is, we think it's quite sad in a wee bit, but actually we're dead happy about it. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, specifically the courses, I like teaching um, anything to do with the weather and anything to do with the atmosphere. See, the, all, all the sort of meteorological stuff. Mm -hmm. Love teaching National 5 weather because it's tricky, it's complex, but you can actually see pupils having a eureka moment mm -hmm. when you know when they're working through some of the high order stuff like passage of a depression which i'm sure you two will remember fondly mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and at senior and sorry at, at um, a higher level i really like the atmosphere because it's it's just a story of one big system that mm -hmm. actually is really elegant moderately that challenging to grasp but once you get on top of it it's just very rewarding, certainly I think that. Mm -hmm. I would hope to think a lot of the pupils think that as well. Yeah, I think once I got weather, I think at first it was tricky for our whole class, I feel, mm -hmm. would struggle with it. But once I got on top of it, it was it was nice to be able to understand it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just you do feel a real sense of achievement with atmosphere when you get your head around it, because uh -huh. it is very complex stuff you're looking at there, and there is that sense of accomplishment. Yeah, I never, I just avoided weather. 
Yeah, no, you shouldn't should do that. But. So, yeah, I, I, I'm very similar to Mr. Hood. I, I was a human geographer at school, and my university degree was kind of the human side of geography. And um, I think since I started teaching, I still enjoy the human side of things. I think that'll always be there. But, yeah, I really enjoyed getting my teeth into these physical topics. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to have to say biosphere and lithosphere for me. I'm, I'm just a bit of a weirdo that way. I like soils and I like rocks. So um, I have to say I enjoy teaching those topics. Is there mm. any topics that you don't like? Mod studies. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say I dislike any topics. I think what frustrates me a little bit, and I would say, is as uh, I think the population topic has so much potential in terms of what we could teach and deliver. And I think we're quite restricted in terms of what we can in, t in terms of time, just purely like time mm -hmm. constraints and what, what, what pupils need to know for the SQA. But, you know, I really do like that kind of side of demographics and stuff. And I think there would be a huge area we could expand on that and we can't. So I find that a little bit frustrating, but I don't dislike teaching any topic. Mm. It's geography. Come on. <laughs> Um, okay, next question is, um, do you want to talk about any careers in geo or what you did after you left school, went to uni, stuff like that? Um, well, something, that, something that's always interested me with, with geography, I mean, here I am as a geography teacher and that, that's my personal choice. I, I always what, felt like I had the kind of occasional skills to go into teaching, that was just my route, but geography doesn't channel you into being a teacher. Mm -hmm. um, I've got some very good friends that I came through um, undergraduate geography with at Strathclyde, and they've branched out to do a whole host of things, and it's really diverse. I mean, we're talking things as diverse as working for, um, is it the, I don't even know the name of the company, whoever it is that administers Scottish water supply, right? Mm -hmm. And they're out doing all kinds of highfalutin stuff to do with um, drinking water, right, and managing that side of things. Very good friends that work in forestry, and we're not talking about, like, logging. We're talking about high-value investments in forestry, where they're managing forests for very wealthy investors and cleaning off a lot of money off the top of it, you know, some, some very very lucrative kind of job, you know. Mm -hmm. um, as well as a very, very good friend of mine who um, took on a job of uh, in, uh, as an environmental consultant where she basically um, is one of the people that, I mean, a, a recent project that she worked on was assessing how safe for the environment it was going to be to um, put an extra lane onto the A9 up near mm -hmm. Abbeymore as they, they've, they've jewelled that road. She was working in that for about five years, that project, and she was the one that um, you know, had to say, in, well, you can build it here, or you have to shunt it all five metres that way because it's going to affect this area of the mm -hmm. ecosystem in the X, Y, Z. So really involved, really interesting stuff. I mean, those are three examples that spring to mind um, that are really rewarding and kind of interesting mm -hmm. kind of style of careers. But I mean, depending on whether you want to go down the human route or the... Um, the, the, the Physical route, you know, you can, can push you in different directions, but there's also, let's not forget, there's also the, the third area of geography, the global issues side of mm -hmm. things, and thinking about the, the interaction between people in the landscape and thinking even bigger scales like, you know, the, the old geopolitical side of things and the, thinking about country policy, there's huge amounts of ways that can, mm -hmm. you, can, you can pursue your interest into, into our field. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think it, it, it ultimately comes back to where you end up in university, which theme 
you go progress with in geography. So you kind of start as a generalist, and then as you get to third and fourth year, you'll you'll start to really focus in on on different aspects of of the subject because it is so wide encompassing. And then that will open up. There are thousands of careers out there that geography feeds mm-hmm. into. Um, that that kind of suit. Um, like Mr Hood said, depending on the, the theme you look at. Uh, I, I personally did a kind of joint honours with economics and that's why the human geography was a really strong part of what I did at university and they tied in brilliantly together the kind of population and urban studies and how that tied into the kind of micro and mi- uh, uh, macroeconomics and stuff that went on in the background. So geography, I think, and I think the last thing I would say about geography is it's the skills that you gain in studying this subject through university that employers value very highly. Um, you're, you're gaining huge in terms of investigation skills, processing skills, and, and that's, that's really transferable into a whole wide range of careers. So um, yes, you can become a geography teacher, but actually it opens thousands of doors in, in, in fields you wouldn't even necessarily think at this stage, but, um, and that's why it's such an exciting subject to study. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's also exciting because the things you learn about are happening, especially when yeah. you learn about you know climate change. You learn about that. That's happening right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, stuff with urban planning with COVID as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's going to be in the yeah. future as well. well. It's always so relevant. How's how's COVID going to change the city sit landscape in the years mm-hmm. to come? Do you know what I mean in terms of retail and restaurants and, and it's yeah it's, it's absolutely relevant. It's 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 now it's 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 um, applicable to everyday life, and I think. That's why people that truly enjoy geography, they understand that, they get that link, they get mm-hmm. the link between what they're doing in the classroom or at university and the real world. And that's that's the important link you have to make. And if you can't make that link, then it seems as a subject to be irrelevant and, and why am I doing this? But when you make that link, it's really important. Yeah. Uh, the last point we have is if anyone's interested in doing geography at uni, just what's it like at uni in doing geography? Amazing. <laughs> I know, I, it was amazing. Now, I, I'll start this off, Mr. Honestly, I, I, I did a bit of a journey through university through different courses and faculties, so I can speak firsthand about mm. geography compared to others. Um, so I thought I was going to be a civil engineer at, at start in my first year at uni, which ended badly because the maths was far too difficult. Um, I then thought I was just going to do a kind of pure business math degree and then that was of no interest to me. So I fell into geography actually after three years. And I have to say it was the best, you know, bad decisions I made in the first two years to get to that point because um, the geography at university is taking all the fun stuff you do at school to a whole new level. But, you're, you know, my second year we went to Swansea on a field trip. My third year we went to Spain for a field, field trip. I mean, it really is amazing. It's just every day is different. Um, you're learning all the new skills and knowledge, obviously, but you're you're just also sharing great ideas with people. And I think what Daisy you said is really important. You're constantly looking at what's happening in the world, and trying to bring that into the lectures mm-hmm. and, and think about how that's affecting the subject going forward. So, uh, geography at uni is fab. Yeah, I'd say the field trips and stuff. I mean, the Sorrento trip was probably one of the best moments of my life. It was Legendary. amazing. Sometimes it was just so when I'm walking in the hall, I just stop in front of the board and just. <laughs> <laughs> so does Mr. McGill. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, but that's what it is. It's about making those memories mm-hmm. and those bonds and, and, 
I think geographers are very sociable people in their in their nature. Yeah, and they're also they tend to be very friendly and very middle of the road, easy to talk to, understanding. But there is a definite uh certainly a lot of the geography sort of you know, orientated people that I've met have certainly fit that mould. Um and your the social side of the university, let alone the academic. I know this could apply to anything, but geography does create these spaces mm-hmm. for socialisation with regard to the things like the field trips. Mm-hmm. And you know fine well, you're talking about Sorrento, as soon as you go with a group of people somewhere and you go on a big adventure or a big journey like that, it does create these bonds and memories mm-hmm. which are really to be valued, mm-hmm. you know, really to be valued. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the, the, the simple fact of moving somewhere to, to study something just gives you totally different perspective on what you're studying you know if you're mm-hmm. if you're studying something that's particularly um let's say you're in, in, in investigating something of volcanology and you go to iceland i mean that's just going to open your eyes isn't it mm-hmm. in comparison to you know sitting in a classroom in class where you need to you know learning about it so that's very important and that, that's 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 great but i mean yeah and i think the field trips you've got to remember you're going with groups of people where there's a shared interest and a shared enthusiasm for something so you you bounce off each other and you you know you you, you can en- enjoy those experiences together um and and that's 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 the best thing about it and i guess i want to flip that question on to you too because i know you're both going on to do geography at uni so what are you looking forward to the most um i've been looking at the different modules and stuff and there's one on environmental criminology and i'd like to do that site for that sounds exciting yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to learn more about volcanology, as you said. I, mean, oh, I went to Iceland a few years ago, and it was an like amazing experience. That was just a random example. Yeah. I um, so that really interests me, learning more about glaciers, just <clears throat> getting to choose what I learn about, especially going into third and fourth year yeah. to do dissertations mm-hmm. and stuff. Eventually you specialise in exactly what you want to study yeah. as well when you write dissertation. It'll become very specialised. I mean, that, surely Iceland must, that, exactly what you want, Daisy, that must be the best example of geography that there is. Yeah. You've got things like the Eyjafjallajökull yeah, like Glacier, mm-hmm. which is actually a glacier, yeah. and you've got the volcano erupting underneath it, mm-hmm. and then the impact of those geographical kind of phenomena on people with all the planes getting grounded and stuff a couple of years ago. I mean, why wouldn't you be excited and yeah. investigating that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I'm, we're excited for you. I'm a wee bit jealous that you're reliving that moment. <laughs> you're living that moment in life. That I would agree. I wish I could go back and relive myself. <laughs> but, um, I'll go and steady you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we wish you both the very best in that because you've been phenomenal geographers mm-hmm. from my memory of you in kind of first and second year onwards. So well done and good luck Thank with it you. all. And don't be strangers. Come back mm-hmm. and let us know how you're getting on. Okay. Yeah. Just look back in one. The department enjoys the alumni. We enjoy getting people back in to, to tell us all about their stories and share their experiences. And you never know, you might be back here one day, Rebecca, as a teacher. <laughs> it does happen. You yeah. know. It has happened, Mr McGee. It, it does happen. <laughs> I know I can say that first hand. So there you go. So um, I personally would encourage you to take geography if yeah. you haven't already taken it. Because it is an amazing subject and I really enjoy it. Best subject. Better so. than history. I took history as well. Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to be careful. Because <laughs> I've already had a pop at Maudie's. No. That, yeah. that was unwarranted. So it's, it's, it's what it is. I call it a Marmite subject. You love it or you hate it. That's just, yeah. the, that's just the nature of what it is. But um, this has been great. Thank you very much. Well, thank mm, you. So um, we hope you enjoyed listening. And we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.